0: Welcome to Ridgewood Walks. The goal of this initiative is to help us build a more vibrant and connected community. We hope you enjoy these free guided themed walking tours of our beautiful village. If you do, and if you're so inclined, please consider sending a donation to the Ridgewood Historical Society via their website, ridgewoodhistoricalsociety.org. Thanks, and enjoy the tour. Hi, I'm Ben Greenman. I'm an author. I've lived here in Ridgewood since 2015, and I'll be your guide for today's walking tour, The Other Side of Ridgewood. If that sounds a bit mysterious, it's because it is a bit mysterious. There's a whole region of town on the other side of Route 17 that most people have not been to and some people don't even know about. That's what we're going to be exploring today. The entire tour is about an hour, which is 20 minutes of my talking and 40 minutes of your walking. And for about five minutes, we'll be off sidewalks on the grass in front of houses. So wear comfortable shoes and be prepared. The first stop on today's tour is the Glen School at 865 East Glen Avenue. So get there however you want, drive, have someone drop you off, ride a bike, walk. And when you get there, go out in front of the school along East Glen Avenue. And that's where today's tour will begin. Face the school for a moment, and I'll tell you about it, and then we'll be heading left, up East Glen Avenue, toward East Saddle River Road. The Glen School was built as a result of the post-war population boom. Ridgewood swelled from around 17,000 residents in 1950 to more than 25,000 in 1960, The doors of the school opened in January of 1960 with about a dozen faculty members and nearly 200 students. It was in service as a school until the early 1980s when declining enrollment forced Glenn and the Hawes School to merge. Since then, this building has been used for pre-K programs of the Board of Education and for rental to daycare and nursery schools. So now we'll be going to our left, up East Glen Avenue toward East Saddle River Road. That's the direction of the highway. But first, here's a little historical introduction to the neighborhood. Let's talk about what's around us before we go. The entire Ridgewood area had been known as Paramus since colonial times. The center of this neighborhood, later the town, was Paramus Point, The area on both sides of the Saddle River surrounding the Paramus Church. An 1840 map shows the church, a mill, and about 20 homes. Also at various times in the neighborhood there was a school, a blacksmith shop, and a store. Today though we have little appreciation for the continuity of the community. What was once joined by a bridge is now divided by Route 17 and the Saddle River. You'll see the church later in the middle of our tour when we look back across Route 17. The bridge then was below the church and was the site of a Revolutionary War skirmish in which Garrett Hopper was taken prisoner. Surviving buildings from that time include several that we'll see on today's tour, including the Maple Homestead, the David Ackerman House, and the zabriskie Shadler house. Okay, so now we're going to get started. We're going to turn right, as I said, and walk on East Glen. This is a sidewalk walk that will take about five minutes. And our next stop will be at 789 East Glen, which is the house before the house at the corner of East Glen and East Saddle River Road. On the way up the street, You'll pass a number of other interesting houses, mostly on the right. You may want to pay special attention to 821 East Glen, which is a 1940s home in Dutch colonial style, very appropriate for the area. So you can pause the tour while you're walking and then resume it when you arrive at 789 East Glen. Are you there yet at 789 East Glen? If not, that's okay. Once again, turn the audio tour off and resume it when you're standing in front of 789. Okay, now I will assume that you've arrived at 789 East Glen. It's actually 789, 787, the way you're coming. It's a house that's two connected houses in one, sandstone on the right, that's 789, and a white clapboard house on the left, that's 787. This house, also called the Maple Homestead, is unmistakably one of the early stone houses in Bergen County. Built from 1750 to 1785 by John Ackerman, this farmhouse came into the Van Emberg family in 1800. The land was originally owned by Jacobus Ackerman, but he sold it to John, who built on it. It is believed to have been an inn, tavern, or a stagecoach stop at some point, although it was consistently a working farm. Again, the house has two sections, that earlier rough sandstone on the 789 side, and then the white clapboard on the 787, which was added in 1822. If you stand to the right of the house, the 1789 side, the 789 side, and you look into the backyard, you'll see the classic layout of the time, the house, then the barn behind it and then the other outbuilding. Next we're just going to advance one more house to 781 East Glen Avenue. You can pause the tour if you want, but most likely you'll be able to arrive at that house while I am still speaking, since it is only one house away. Have you arrived there yet? Great. This house, 781 East Glen, was built in 1872 for Albert Demarest Terhune, a local historian. Terhune was born in 1846. He wrote an account of what happened in the area during the revolution, and he also is useful for his descriptions of typical social events of his time, such as a spelling bee, a quilting bee, and a barn-raising bee. Lots of bees. Note the period architectural detail of his house. It may remind you of Lester Stable on North Maple Avenue. Okay, now it's time to proceed to our third stop, we're going to go up to East Saddle River Road and turn right. For a little while, we'll have a sidewalk, but then we'll be on the grass. The first house around the corner is where you'll be stopping. Pause me and then resume when you see the sign on the side of the house that says 1692. I'm back. Do you see the sign that says 1692? If so, You've arrived at our next stop, 415 East Saddle River Road. This is the David Ackerman House, also known as the Ackerman Noggle House. It's one of the oldest homes in Bergen County. And as you can see, it's currently undergoing major restoration and a significant addition. There's conflicting information about when this house was actually built. Some accounts claim that Abraham Ackerman of Hackensack... The father of David Ackerman moved to Paramus sometime before 1732 and purchased 200 acres of land. Some reports say he moved in 1724. Apparently this 1692 sign on the house is the result of one of the descendants having written later that the house was erected in that year. Other accounts claim that David Ackerman, the son, bought the land. All of this remains somewhat unclear, but there seems to be consensus among historians that the house you are looking at now was built between 1740 and 1750, even if there was an earlier portion of it or an earlier foundation. The sandstone, the sweeping roof, and the 12 over 12 windows are typical of homes of the 17th and early 18th centuries. There were were also two separate front doors, essentially, that allowed father and son to create distinct households when the eldest son married. The southern orientation of the house, rather than it being oriented toward the street, is also a giveaway as to its age. The farm, which had saw and grist mills on the property and a blacksmith shop west of the house, stayed in the Ackerman family for about 125 years until it was sold to Garrett Banta, then Van Hooten, and finally in 1891 to David Noggle. Okay, we're going to get on the move again. We're heading up East Saddle River Road. As I said at the top of the tour, you won't have a consistent sidewalk here. You'll be on the grass mostly with one little area where a tree will force you to step up briefly into the street. Mind the traffic. You'll pass by a number of houses, then a white fence, and then you'll come to 457 East Saddle River Road. Restart the tour when you get there to 457. I'll see you in about 8 minutes, depending on how fast you walk. Have you arrived at the next stop on our tour, 457 East Saddle River Road? If so, again you can see that the tip off to an early 19th century construction date is the orientation of the house to the south. This house was built around 1830 with later additions. There's a wooded area behind this house and adjoining ones that is a landlocked shortcut between houses for neighbors. It's also been a haven for deer and for turkey. Okay, we're going to leave 457 now and keep going up the street up East Saddle River Road in this same direction. Although now we're going to cross over to the other side of the street. Why? Because we're heading toward the footbridge that passes over the Saddle River. You may see it up ahead on the left. It's brown metal with a railing and a sidewalk leading up into it. Go ahead and cross the footbridge. Cross it without me. Put the tour on pause. Look at the river. Take a picture of it if you like. Then when you're on the other side of it, return and resume the tour. So I'll speak to you after you cross the footbridge. Did you cross the bridge when you came to it? Good. You've come out on Kingsbridge Lane, which is the extension of the bridge. This neighborhood you are in now is a very private part of Ridgewood. Only this footbridge and another bridge further north at Bogert give you access to East Saddle River Road. At one time there were more access points, but the area you're, you are in now is a kind of residential island. So continue up Kingsbridge Lane for about eight, 10 minutes until it ends. It's a couple blocks. When it does, you'll be on the corner of Kingsbridge Lane and West Saddle River Road. I'll see you there. Pause me and pick up when you arrive. Are you here at the corner of Kingsbridge and West Saddle River Road? If so, look left along west saddle river road across route 17. you should be able to make it up because there's a lot of cars there are a lot of cars there on the road the highway right across it can you see the old Paramus reformed church it's just 500 feet away or so but across the highway it feels like a world away again when ridgewood first existed This was all one continuous community. In 1780, you would have seen 300 royal troops marching down West Saddle River Road toward the church and about 300 continental troops drawn up behind the wall in front of the church. There would have been some skirmishes, encampments were all around. The church was used as headquarters for local continental forces. The church was built in 1735, but that was the first one, not the 1800 replacement that you see now. The parsonage was built between where you're standing in the church. The first one was built in 1735, and then in 1872, it was replaced on the same foundation. Before Route 17, there was a narrower highway called Route 2 a smaller division of the two halves of the community, but still a division. Okay, now turn away from the church, swivel and turn to your right, and look up West Saddle River Road. You see that house right across the street? The two-storied, gambrel-roofed, Jersey Dutch frame house? That's the Zabriskie Shadler House. It was built in 1825 on land purchased from the church by John A. L. Zabriskie. His farm stretched from what is today Franklin Turnpike to West Saddle River Road. John Zabriskie tripled the size of his farm through purchase and inheritance. When he died in 1838, he left 30 acres to his son, James. Zabriskie was a wealthy farmer raising rye, corn, oats, and more. The many strawberry baskets in the inventory of his will indicate the importance of that crop. The story of the Zabriskie farm is emblematic of what happened to Ridgewood in general. With the arrival of the train in 1848, the area slowly became suburban rather than farm-based. John's son, James, lost part of the land in 1889 to pay off a mortgage. Then in 1893, he sold the homestead to Seth Hawley, an upper-middle-class Ridgewood resident who commuted into Manhattan. James was living in rented quarters by 1900. After Seth Hawley's death, his wife sold 18 acres to Carmen Smith, who left it to his wife, Clara, and lastly to his daughter, Florence. By 1934, when the state bought three parcels to construct Route 2, the property was reduced to the homestead and about five acres. Florence Smith, a stenographer, a court stenographer for Judge Cornelius de Remus, married August Shedler in the 1940s. She lived in the house until she died in 2007. The town then purchased the land And after a long community debate, it is being restored. Okay, take a breath now and a drink of water. We're going to walk a distance up West Saddle River Road, all the way to 570 West Saddle River Road. Along the way, you'll see a variety of interesting houses along the left side of the street. tell the story of how farmland was sold off and how houses were built in the period before the post-war development on the right side of the street. We're going to go through a number of blocks. You'll pass Kenwood as you go, for example. This is going to be somewhat of a walk, maybe 10 minutes. You can leave the tour on or you can turn it off as you walk. At any rate, Keep an eye open, again, your left eye, for house number 510, built in 1910, house 516, built in 1920, house 520, built in 1930, and house 526, built in 1900. On your right-hand side, you'll want to take note of house number 521, which was built in 1905 and stands out because of the pillars in the Georgian style that surround the entrance of the home. Okay, are you at 570 yet? If not, keep going. It'll be on the left side of the street, right around where you intersect with Betty Court. Stop me and restart me when you get there. Are you there yet, at 570 West Saddle River Road, on the left side where Betty Court meets West Saddle River Road? I'm glad you're finally here. This is the Garrett D. Ackerman House. This land was owned by Garrett D. Ackerman sometime prior to 1764. It is thought that the house was originally constructed in two sections. The wall in the center hall appears to have been an external wall originally. At present, there is little sign left of the early construction. This house was remodeled around 1810 in the country Georgian style with eyebrow windows. Once again, the fact that this house faces south is a tip-off that it has an earlier foundation. And one unique feature of this house is that it appears to have two front sides. Okay, this is our final stop on the tour in a sense, or rather it's the furthest out stop on the tour. We are about to take you back to the Glen School and the Point of Origin, where your car still is, hopefully. So you're going to have to turn around and walk back up West Saddle River Road. You'll pass Kenwood, you'll pass Terhune, you'll leave the zabriskie Shadler house on your right, and finally arrive back at Kingsbridge Lane. At that point, you'll turn left on King's Bridge Lane and walk up there until you again arrive at the footbridge. You'll cross the footbridge, but this time, and this is important, rather than turning right and retracing your steps, you're going to turn left. You'll go along the sidewalk for a bit, on East Saddle River Road until you get to Bingham Road. Then cross the street and pick up Bingham Road. This is about a 12-minute walk along the way. If you want, pause and resume and I'll repeat those same directions so you don't have to rewind. Okay, here is the same set of directions again. You will, by this point, have turned around and come back up West Saddle River Road. You'll pass Kenwood. You'll pass Terhune. You'll leave the Zabriskie Shedler House at your right. You'll turn left at Kingsbridge Lane. Walk until you get to the footbridge. When you cross the footbridge, rather than turn right and retrace your earlier steps, you're going to make a left, walk down the sidewalk, And the first street there on your right is Bingham Road. Cross Bingham Road. When you're across and on Bingham Road, restart me. Okay. Now you've arrived in Salem Ridge, which is the large residential area between Van Emberg Avenue and East Saddle River Road. This area was developed in 1950 with about 120 ranch houses by the Lavelle Building Company. There were three basic house models designed by the architect Frederick W. Harson and the color expert Beatrice West. Outdoor colors of these homes included coral for doors and trims and a gray-green for the sides and backs. The designs of these homes stress outdoor living, with large windows and stone terraces and exterior shingling. Note the angled placement of the homes. Not all of them face the street. A large percentage of the original houses have been altered, and a few have been replaced entirely. In 1956, the residents of this area formed the Salem Ridge Association to fight the planning of a tall water tower that was being built on Van Emberg Avenue. That association still exists today, though mostly to bring neighbors together for social activities. Here in Salem Ridge, we're going to continue walking up Bingham Road. When you get to the end of it, we're going to turn right on Eastbrook Road. So you can pause me and resume me at the end of Bingham Road, when you're, you'll be swinging right on Eastbrook Road. Did you make the turn onto Eastbrook? Okay. Our last stop here is the house on your right, a little way down, 360 Eastbrook. This is a wonderful example of a late 19th century farmhouse encased in a 20th century shell. The porch on the front and the sandstone are exterior signs of the original home. Now, if you'll see Eastbrook winds left, don't follow it. Look straight ahead of you. That's the playing field behind the Glen school and beyond it. You should be able to see the parking lot where you originally parked, where you began your tour. So that's the tour. I hope that you enjoyed your time in this hidden historic part of Ridgewood. And anytime you're on Route 17, driving north or south, and you pass through this stretch, remember, you are dividing a historic community. We hope this tour will explain a little bit about the background of this area. Thank you.